Ben Lawrence! Paul Goody! Hey, buddy. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you? Good. We're starting a minute early. Well, not a minute early. A few seconds early. But That's we great. started early. It starts yeah. with an earthquake. That's uh, Early is good because I have to go rescue my car right oh, at no. 5. What happened? Oh, it's just that's when my parking runs out. Okay, good, good, good. So I thought uh, uh, it was gonna get crushed. Nope, I just gotta go make sure that I don't get a ticket. So uh, here's an interesting thing: I have heat. You have heat, which is important because tomorrow it's gonna snow. Ah, from 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. Apparently, there will be snow, perhaps. Here cool. in Illinois, where I live, it's yeah. There's been a lot of late season snow around the country. Um, uh, today here in Seattle, it's actually seventy something degrees and sunny. Uh, however, that's not going to last. It's going to go back down to like uh, the uh, lows in the upper thirties and highs in the low fifties, and raining by the weekend. I will say that um, when I first moved to Dorsey, this is, when, I mean, when I was a kid, right? It was 1981, I believe. I could be wrong about that, but I think it's close. Um, yeah. So I had uh, Andy, friend of the, the podcast, Andy, is sending Jennifer and I a whole bunch of texts. So I'll be interested to see what it is. But he keeps on posting stuff. He's texting and you right now while we're recording yeah, the show? Yeah, while, while we're recording the show. So it keeps on popping up. Um, <laughs> I, I'm it... going to tell you something unrelated, Ben. Something completely unrelated, right? Okay. Uh, a friend of mine, who will remain nameless, uh, went to uh, urgent care. Because uh, they had a, a cold. Yes. Right? And... Must have been a really bad cold to have to go to Urgent it was Care. A, yeah, it was a really, really bad cold. And the people at Urgent Care uh, said, it's probably not COVID. There's a virus that's been going around. A non-COVID virus. If I hear that, the first thing I think is... There's a virus going around. Yeah, and it's called COVID. <laughs> but but they were sent home, right? Yeah. But then they took a COVID test, and they had COVID. So what is it about the their symptoms that the people at urgent care felt that it wasn't COVID? Did they just want to get this person out of the office? Did they just well, not want this, to deal with it? This is my question. And I and I followed up with them, but they didn't really uh, tell me anything more. But the, but the interesting thing about all this is simply that it seems very irresponsible to have someone come to your urgent care, have COVID-like symptoms, and then tell them, probably not COVID. Yeah, that seems really urgent care-less, if you ask me. Hey! Yeah, exactly. Hey, speaking about people laughing and clapping at the same time, <laughs> uh, Better Call Saul Season 5. Have you seen it already? That's not the new one, right? That's the previous it's the season? One that, it's the one that just came on to Netflix. So it would have been the previous season. 
I have at the, at the penultimate season, if you will. Yes. Yes, I, I have seen it. So I finished all of it, right? <laughs> I have AMC, I have AMC Plus, so I'm thinking when the new season starts on April 18th, I will be all caught up and ready to watch, and I think AMC Plus will have it. AMC Plus will have it. In fact, a, uh, domestically, AMC mm-hmm. Plus is where you can watch Better Call Saul the final season. Internationally, it's on Netflix. Oh, interesting. So get yourself a VPN and assign yourself to the UK and watch it on Netflix, I guess. I if you don't have the AMC Plus. I should text Andy to let him know that I'm doing the podcast. Maybe does, he I'll, get, uh, does he get sad if you don't well, reply to well, him? Well, he's 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 doing this thing where he keeps on sending sending messages as though he's waiting for a reply. Can uh, you see a snippet of the message, or does it just? I say can see the entire Andy. message. It shows up on my phone. Okay, as a preview. So, so yeah. I don't have that. I, I don't have a preview enabled on my phone. If if uh, somebody texts me, it just says I message so and so. I have to I have to have previews on, or else I'll never look at them. You know, it's already. <laughs> in. Oh, hey, speaking about which, question for you: Do you know when uh, the next Annex Games is going to be? It has not been scheduled yet. I don't. Think. Okay. Because the because one of our players uh, can can only make it in person up until April 24th. And then after that, we'll have to be remote. So that's or, why yeah, I, something. I suggested that, that April 24th maybe should be the date so that that wouldn't be a logistic hurdle for you. But if you don't care, then I'm not worried about it. Well, see, the problem is uh, April 24th. I'm I'm shooting that day. Like, I've, okay, reserved, well then, I've reserved Annex that Saturday and Sunday. Here's the thing they they aren't they aren't um, they aren't opposed to being remote, right? Uh, yeah. So I don't think it'll be a big problem. But I just wanted to let you know that that's why that's why I voted the way I did, and I am happy to change my vote if that does not help you. I Ian knows what my availability is, and so I'm just okay. hoping that <laughs> it's going to be scheduled. Uh, when I can do it, because uh, yeah. somebody else will have to do it if I can't be there. Yeah, obviously, here's the thing. I want both you and the 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 cast to both be able to make it. So what? However, that works out <laughs> is yeah. good. But I, you are you are the unofficial cast member, Ben. Yeah, uh, the show requires your assistance in order for me to like it. Uh, uh, hey, look at that. I. Uh, yeah, it's it's. I enjoy it when it's in person. Um, even though I'm still a little iffy about being in a closed space with a bunch of people, we've you know we've yeah. been being we're, we've been safe. We've been testing, and everybody's vaccinated, triple vaxxed. Um, but it's just that you know it's a nice experience to be in the theater with people again. Yeah, yeah. It really, <clears throat> you know, it's like I said, it is, it is one of those things where you remember. Um, now, okay. Here's my impression of something. Let me tell you if I'm right or not. On average, after a show, I would prefer not to hang out with people and to go. Is that correct or incorrect? That is correct. Okay. Because Jennifer has pointed out that 
I, I, I will refuse to go to parties and say I don't like them, but once you get me there, uh, I am often gregarious and, and can stay for longer. But I will, I will say no bones about it. Uh, this, this, uh, less human contact world that we've lived in, I have felt really good about it for the past, uh, <laughs> three years. I'm actually kind of nervous about, you know, it changing. So, yeah. um, I have, I have another question that doesn't have anything to do with any of that. Ben and Jerry's, the ice cream. Do you eat it on a regular basis? I do not eat it on a regular basis, but I have had it. Do it is not it something that a, is it is not something a, that is on my normal shopping list. An irregular basis. Like like at some point in time do you go, "Oh, you know what? I'm going to get some Ben and Jerry's today." Is it something that you no. would buy on your own? You know, when I go to buy ice cream, if I'm going to buy like one of those little, like a pint, a little pint of ice cream, I mm -hmm. generally don't go for the fancy, the fancy flavors like, uh, like you find in the Ben and Jerry's. I generally only go for like the, uh, the, the plain, like the vanilla or just the, uh, uh, like coffee flavored ice cream, you know. I'm very, okay, I'm very not you interesting have... when it comes to my ice cream, uh, choices. You have self-selected for this because I, you're exactly the person I'm looking for. <laughs> Can you name flavors of Ben and Jerry ice cream? I can name one. There is one I okay. know, and it is called is? Ameri It is Americone Dream, and it is the Stephen Colbert ice cream. Have you ever bought that ice cream? I don't think I ever have. See, I this is what this is what I find interesting. Ben and Jerry's is a product that exists in the imagination of everyone, even if they don't buy it, even if they don't eat it. It's just a feeling I have. I don't know if it's true or not. But, but when, when imagine you, when you say it, in, it it lives in the imagination of everyone. It's you're not saying that it's a totally made up product. You're saying that everybody knows what it is, but nobody buys it. Well, no, I'm not saying that nobody buys it either. I'm just saying even if you haven't bought it, you've heard of it and yeah. and you know at least one flavor. I, I right. have it's I not scientifically tested, it's just something I'm thinking of. The I just remembered though, another flavor. Anyway, go ahead. What's that? Oh, oh just what, what was it? Let me know. Cherry Garcia. Exactly. Yes. They do a very good job in naming their products and getting yeah. people to think of them. Um, one that you probably know that you didn't even think about is chocolate chip cookie dough. Standard, uh, you know, they were That's kind of surprisingly the, the, descriptive for a, for yeah. a Ben and Jerry's ice cream title. Now here is the fun part, Ben. Yeah. I found a, a type and you are again, the perfect person for this. Um, I found an ice cream that sounds like a Beatles lyric, but isn't, I believe. Okay. Marshmallow Sky. <laughs> yeah. I can believe it. Because because tangerine trees and marmalade skies, right? Yeah. And then something, 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 and marshmallow pies. So you put marshmallow skies together. It it really. I mean, what else can it be? 
right? But it's not actually one of the lyrics. I find it very interesting. Suddenly, uh, it's from Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I had to. I can't start remembering the lyrics of a song in the middle. I have to start from the yeah, top. Yeah, absolutely. It's like and, singing and yeah, the please, alphabet. Please don't <laughs> sing the song on our podcast, though. We have we have picture nothing. yourself in a boat on a river. Oh my gosh, uh, William Shatner. William Shatner does <laughs> does a dramatic reading of it. He does. It's yeah. a true thing. So anyway, uh, but it's now my new favorite flavor of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. I went to a scoop shop that they have. You know the the place where you go in and you actually buy ice cream. A Ben and Jerry's scoop shop. Yeah, they have one in Seattle, uh, or they had one at least when they I was do? there. But they have one. They have one in St. Louis now, um, and so Mar uh, Marshmallow Skies is marshmallow-flavored ice cream that's blue with marshmallow swirls, chocolate chip cookie dough, and chocolate chocolate chip cookie dough. It is so good. That's a lot, man. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, and the reason I thought of it was I was looking at my pants. And I was like, well, it doesn't have clouds on it. It has polar bears, but still. Polar bears. They're like clouds. It's, uh, it's good clouds that can also, eat you. Also, uh, please, please note my shirt. It is Iowa. the Iowa Goat Club, Goat Club shirt that has a picture of a dolphin on it, <laughs> which I think is awesome. Uh, so yeah, that's that's how things have been going for me. How are things going for you, Ben? Oh, you know, it's been a week. Um, I am actually. I'm. I uh, after after today. Uh, I'm filming a play. In a theater over the course of three days, and then we start production on uh, the panel jumper, and we're filming that for the next couple weeks. And so, can you can you give me a, a sneak, feeling a, sneak a little overwhelmed about what this panel jumper is going to be about? This panel jumper is all about jungle queens. Oh yes, you got your Sheenas, you got yep. your she's. Uh, yeah, and it's, uh, it's Cole wrote it, uh, co-wrote it with Darian Lindell, who, uh, who's a, a local playwright here in Seattle. Darian actually Lindell in, sounds familiar. Was in, was, she was in one of our Panel Jumper episodes, in the, uh, the ah. Howard the Duck episode. Um, but yeah. You know, so. I don't think I mentioned this, but there was a, a guy who went to my high school, uh, whose name is Chris Gay. I don't remember how his last name is spelled, but it's not just G A Y. It's but Chris Gay is his name. G H E Y. Yeah, maybe so. Uh, uh, but he animated Howard the Duck's head for the Howard the Duck movie. Like he animated. Uh, it, like like um, like By it's a, li- it's anima, it's animatronic. Animatronics. Yeah. And he's like controlling the, the I don't know how to right animate it makes it sound like he drew it but yeah. he uh he was the puppeteer if you will for the animatronic Howard the Duck. Wow, that's that that's a sort of a a poison pill thing to have on your resume. Nobody he, likes that movie. He also did uh the tongue for Slimer, I believe. Uh <laughs> and and what else? He he did. You oh yeah. Um, head? He he made a foam cast of Alex Winter's head for the Lost Boys. Oh. And that head 
showed up in one of uh, the first sketch things that I uh, ever did with I, Andy, actually. I thought you were going to say that head showed up in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. But that And that head showed up in the movie The Lost Boys. <laughs> and it did. Uh, but, but yeah. Um, oh, it was Crispin Glover, actually, who won a lawsuit because they used his used prosthetic uh, a prosthetic version of his head in the Back to the Future movies. Yep. Uh, and that's kind of cool. Without his permission. Yep. And I think they're going to use that uh, for digital versions of actors if they haven't already. Um, you know, if they there's a they, lot of weird IP laws that are gonna that are gonna get tested once that happens. Oh, uh, by the way, Elliot Page, you're familiar with Elliot Page, actor Elliot Page from The Umbrella Academy, uh, is going to be playing uh, a character who has transitioned in the new uh, Umbrella Academy. And this is my favorite thing, Gerard Way said, hey, meet Victor. So, So anyone who had any, like, complaint, uh, silenced Haha, because you can't say that that's not what the author intended because the yeah. author is the guy My who chemical said, romance. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um yeah, I'll I'm, I'm interested to see the new season of uh, Umbrella Academy just to see Man, how Umbrella and Academy if they address that. Is so great. Oh, well, yeah, I'm sure uh I mean, yeah, we'll see how what uh what Victor is like and all that. It's very interesting stuff. Very very exciting for me to see also. Because I'm a big watch, fan of Umbrella Academy. Have you ever seen uh, Trailer Park Boys? Uh, have you ever heard okay. of the Trailer Park Boys? I have heard... I've heard a lot about it. A lot? Um, yeah. But I've only watched like one episode. And I not even... Not even uh, a full episode of it. Yeah. But I hear it's really good. It is I a just, very low budget... Canadian, like, mockumentary uh, that has a very big following. Yeah. Uh, and I was introduced to it because at one point my roommate, uh, Stephen Hando, uh, uh, who is Canadian, uh, had it on the TV. And so... Wait a and- second. Wait a second. Stephen Hando is Canadian and you aren't Canadian. That that seems like a writer's room mix-up. <laughs> Uh, no, I like so I, I've seen a couple episodes, but um, Elliot Page was in this TV show as like a teenager. Oh, interesting. Before any of his success at all in Hollywood, just this, you know, probably just happened to like be friends with a PA who was working on this really low budget TV show. Uh, filmed around the, really I think cool. around the same time. No, maybe it was a lot earlier than that. But uh, yeah, they they use like it. The look and the feel of the TV show is very much what Cherub season one looked like. Wow, really? They prob- yeah, they probably used like you know the Canon uh, GL one for the uh, for for the first couple seasons of this of this show, which actually works for the conceit of the show pretty well, I would say. Yeah, yeah, totally. Probably. I've always been a big fan, even though we've hardly ever done it, of having cameras being in world. That if there's a 
if there's a foot if there's a shot that is happening that that camera actually exists where the shot is happening you know it's an actual camera in the actual world uh, every time that I've ever pitched anything, I'm always like, we should do it with the cameras in world. And people are like, uh, that way we don't, don't have know. to try to hide the cameras or pretend they don't so, exist. So when the Blair Witch Project came out, I was like, ah, ah, <laughs> ah, they did it. And then Edward's I was like, little, I can't. Edward's a little, Sorry. uh, concerned about your screaming. Sorry, Edward. Um, uh, but, but yeah, for a really long time. I thought a good movie would be, um, or a good idea of how to make a movie with the camera I had. This is back when I was living at my parents' house, so this would have been uh, late '80s, early '90s. That you that you film a, a UFO, uh, like abduction thing, using a regular video camera, uh, and that the people who like get abducted have the camera with them and they're recording uh. it all. And stuff like that. Um, it would have been it would have been cool, but I had neither the budget nor the script nor the actors nor well any <laughs> editing equipment really. Yeah. So no, but the idea have. was there. The idea, the, and this is something, Ben. This is something that I'm getting at, in my old age. I know it's it's because I'm in my old age. I'm becoming more of a fuddy duddy about this kind of stuff. <laughs> but, but. They stole my idea. That idea about a movie stealing someone's idea. Yeah. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, the idea really honestly isn't as important in the making of a film as translating the idea onto <laughs> the big screen. You know what I mean? Like uh, Each element if, is important. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, without the idea, the, the film doesn't start. But... If I said to you that I had uh, the idea of Batman, I, I haven't seen uh, the Batman, by the way, but I had the idea of filming Batman, but making it more like a, a murder mystery or whatever. And then the Batman comes out and I say, they stole my idea. It's not exactly the same thing as someone who actually wrote a script and then elements of that script, actual lines of that script, end up in the uh, in the film and stuff like that. There was an episode opinion. of I think it was Murphy Brown, where one of the characters' husbands was um, was accused of plagiarism. He'd like written a book or wrote a play or wrote a screenplay, probably written a book. Um, and was accused of plagiarism. And the way that they resolved this on this, you know, Murphy Brown, which like, you know, it was ostensibly a sitcom, but it dealt with like serious topics occasionally. Uh, very famously was um, lambasted by Vice President Quayle because Murphy Brown became a, a single mother. But I digress. Um, the way they proved that this guy had not plagiarized his book is because they forced his wife to read excerpts of her diary on the stand where she was complaining about how much he was working and uh, the, the the defense attorney was like what you are describing there is the creative process and that means that he did not plagiarize that book and the judge was like case dismissed wow and at the time at the time i'm like yeah that's right you know he, he went through the creative process and so it was just an idea that he came up with uh 
with on his own, but somebody but somebody else will come up with the same idea. But at the, as I get older, I'm like, you know what? You could also go through a long creative process and still steal something. You could have a, takes, a long creative a process and then have a breakthrough. Oh, hey, this is this, it's like this is writing itself now, and it's because <laughs> this other guy. Um, copy paste. Interesting copy, enough, paste, copy paste. If I said to you the book "Blood on the Badge." Would you know where that book came from? It's a it's another sitcom where somebody wrote a book and the name of it was Blood on the Badge. No, but it sounds vaguely law enforcement. Yeah, it was Barney Miller, uh, the actor who played Shepard Book in uh, Serenity and Firefly. Yeah. I can't think of his yeah. name right now. Glass. Yeah. Uh, Ron Glass. Uh, Ron Glass. Uh, his character wrote a book. And this guy wanted to sue him because uh, there was a character that was based on him. I forget exactly how that all turned out. But I loved Barney Miller when I was a kid. Yeah. As a bass player also. Uh, obviously that's, uh, I don't know if I could play that on bass anymore. Barney uh, Miller was always, Barney Miller was the TV show that uh, when I, when I was a kid, my dad watched it. And when I was a kid, if I heard the opening, uh, bass, uh, line, the opening bass parts of Barney Miller, that meant I was up too late because it was on at like 11 o'clock. But man, that, that did a good job. I, here's something that's interesting about Barney Miller. I knew the names of a lot of the people that were on it, right? Like, yeah. they did a good job in the opening thing of putting the people's names on and stuff. Jack Sue, Abe Vigoda, of course. Abe Vigoda, who Fish. was old then. <laughs> All the jokes were that he was old, and then he just stayed old for a really yeah. long time. One of those guys who just, like, looks old early. Yeah, exactly. I was watching uh, A Hard Day's Night. The, uh, the first Beatles movie, and there's a character of Paul's grandfather, and he looks like this this old dude, and turns out he was like 52. But he, he, he legitimately looks like he's in his mid-70s. So here's the thing. Uh, depending on what kind of work people do, and I, I know that this is, you know, granted, maybe uh, old, you know, not, not this is not scientific, but I have seen like the people who worked in the steel factory around where I where I lived when I was growing up. Um, they would look like they were in their forties when they were twenty. Yeah, it's just you know hard hard work will just beat you down a little bit. Yeah, and for sure. uh, also war. I saw a, a picture comparison on Reddit today of this. I think it was World War One. This uh, uh, or maybe. World War Two, but this, you know the soldier who just two years apart, aged ten years. Wow, well, yeah, being the president will do that to you, also. Yeah, unless For you're real. unless you're our former president who doesn't look, you know, he apparently didn't suffer the stresses of the job. Yeah, but that's um, what I think. That's what I think of every once in a while when people are like, uh, Ben, you don't look, uh, you you don't age at all, and I'm like, yeah, because my life's not hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I do, I do think that you do look very. I, it's also partially your, partially your face, 
as well. You have a you have a here's the thing. You have a very caricature face. And what I mean this in a good way. Like if you were if you were more famous, like <laughs> someone could draw you and people would know, "Oh, that's Ben Lawrence." Yeah. That's what I mean. Like you look like you look like yourself. You don't look like 10 other people or whatever. So as you age, you just become more you I as look opposed more and to more, yeah. Yeah, which is which is good. I did uh keep I it did, up, pal, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I had a job probably, I don't know, probably like 15 years ago as a school photographer. You remember this period of my life. I do. I do. Yeah. Wait, and, how many uh, years ago? It was like 15, 15? years ago. Yeah, something Oh like my that. gosh. It, anyway, I have a hard a hard way of keeping track of the passage of time. I had I saw a picture of myself from that time. It was we actually all of us photographers uh, took a picture, a, a group shot on one of our backdrops, like while we were shooting like a dance or sports or something, and I can just tell like I am so tired in this. I look I look older then than I yeah. do now, just because that was such a hard job. I was telling Jennifer about this. If I actually put in effort to like exercise or whatever, I could be in the <laughs> best shape of my life right now because I've never been in good shape my entire life. When I was a kid, I was too scrawny. Uh, and then just, oh, actually, no. I know. I guess I think... me, when I, when I took Taekwondo and when I did the Pilates stuff. Both yeah, I was going to say, when we did ATF, now. I think that was probably when both of us were in our peak physical condition. That's right. That's right. Uh, if I, I I love the idea of time traveling where you can time travel, but you have to go through your timeline and you just send your consciousness back. So the idea that you and I have to go back and, and fight crime by sending our consciousness back. And we're like, where do we go back to? And we both look at each other and go, F-t. oh, whoops, beep it out. <laughs> Damn it. Because I think we were coming off of, uh, I think we we're coming off of ATF, right around that time, I want to say. Maybe. Uh, and for those of you who just heard a beep, I named a show that we were in that had an offensive name as its uh, title. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Ben has beeped it out. Maybe. One well, would if hope. You're li- if you're watching the live stream and I think Steven's here, then. Uh, hey, Steven. Then, uh, then you did. Then you you heard Paul say the the, the dirty word. Actually, I got a I got a strike on my YouTube channel. Um, uh oh. They, they re- well, they removed a video. I I, I recorded uh, a segment to use in Penguins, one of our uh, late night shows here, written by Scott Augustin about lesbian nuns, and I put it up on YouTube. And. Unsurprisingly, it was one of my more popular views because it showed nuns making out, and um, YouTube took it down. They were they were like, "This violates our our you know community guidelines and whatnot." And I'm like, "All right, what, whatever. I don't care. I'm not making money off of it." Uh, and then I go to YouTube and I see an ad for a video that is like, "These are the uh, um, uh, something. It was some something the effect of." Um, uniform malfunctions of high school cheerleaders. And I'm like, oh, my video violates the terms of service, but you're going to serve me up an ad for child porn? Well, it's not technically child porn, but, you know, you're going to do that? 
Uh, sorry, sorry, Ben. You just said a sentence that normally is only said by like a Republican congressman. Hey, yeah. what happened? But no. And hey, sorry to get political, everyone. Uh, <laughs> I love the fact well, politics that politics are uh, bad. I love the fact that the Republicans in Tennessee had to amend their bill to prevent uh, child marriage. Yeah, I was kind of, and I apologize to everyone again, I was kind of making light of, of that. Uh, it's in the news right now. I'm sure everyone will have forgotten about it at some point in time. Uh, especially, <laughs> no. especially once all the history books get rewritten yet again. Uh, we'll see some fun things happen. Yeah. Um, once, once they, you know, once they destroy all the, the liberal history books. My goodness, Ben. It, it does make Sorry. me wonder how many the times woke this has happened. history books. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, there, what's that phrase? History is written by who? Uh, the victors. Hey! Ha-ha! <laughs> so, obviously, the Umbrella Academy. History books. Uh, going full circle. So, half circle. Um, oh, hey, uh, speaking about which, I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull this off, but this is my, the thing I was thinking about. Tony Hawk has become his, the Tony Hawk joke has kind of entered into a new area. Um, a new, a new arena. Uh, Tony Hawk, uh, famously, will talk about how he was somewhere... And somebody said, "Does anyone uh, has anyone ever told you that you look like Tony Hawk?" Uh, the, and that that's his joke. Uh, and I said, first time today," or something to that effect. Um, his latest joke is about a guy saying, "Hey, you know, I hate to say it, but does anyone let you know that you look like Tony Hawk?" And he says, first time today." And his wife said, "I tried to get him to stop." <laughs> But he insisted on telling the joke. So now people know that that's the Tony Hawk joke. And so they're now telling Tony Hawk the Tony Hawk joke. So they know it's him, <laughs> but they ask him if he knows that he looks like him because they know that that's a joke. And I find that uh, exciting. Rowan Atkinson tells this funny story about being in a like a, 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 a like a Lamborghini dealership in the part waiting for a part. And, and somebody goes up to him and he's like, has anybody ever told you you look like you look like um, that Mr. Bean character? And and Rowan was like, actually, I am Rowan Atkinson. And the other and the other guy's like, no, 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 no. I know it's not you, but you look a lot like him. And like Rowan Atkinson could not convince this random dude yeah. that he was who he says he was. Nice, nice. Um, I I feel as though. If I were Rowan Atkinson and somebody said, does anyone ever told you that you look like Rowan Atkinson? As a joke, I would say, you take that back. <laughs> like that would be, and then say, no, but really I am. Because then he'd believe it because he did a little jokey thing. Um, There was a, the, Gary Oldman and, and David Bowie were walking down the street one time and somebody came up and, and said, I normally never do this, but would you, uh, care too much if I were to, to get your autograph and you know Gary Oldman's waiting for David Bowie to get done and and he said something like um, I guess that happens to you all the time he's like yeah but that fan's going to be disappointed I signed it Gary Oldman <laughs> which I like and I probably told the joke a little bit wrong but you know 
Gary Oldman, sometimes a jerk, from my understanding, but Is then he? again, David Bowie, also seems- sometimes a jerk. Gary Oldman uh, seems very or, intense. Or a criminal, depending on how you... This is the thing, is that... Is that there is... There are some things that stardom... Uh, will allow to be overlooked. And David Bowie is one of those situations where... There's some bad things that David Bowie did. Also some good music that David Bowie made. And how does one reconcile the two? Yeah. Well, I you mean, know? it's... It, I think... That happened. Obviously that ha- not. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. That has happened with a lot of rockers, for, uh, musicians from the 70s. I mean, you hear really horrible tales about what uh, Steven Tyler of Aerosmith has done, or any member of... Wait, um, Steven Tyler of Aerosmith did something bad? Yeah, or... Uh, um, not... Uh, or... or uh, Jimmy Page, not, probably. Yeah, Jimmy Page, Robert Plant. Uh, you know, let all the care, all the guys from Led Zeppelin, um, were like, took child brides. Why are we going, coming back to this? But yeah, uh, ah, I'm, I'm not going to yeah. try, I'm not going to try to, I'm not going to try to uh, explain what Steven Tyler did, but he's, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's not been the best gentleman. Yeah. And that's if the you question, want to, you can the, look at You it know, up. they get older eventually. I mean, do you, do you eventually get old enough that you are now a different person from the person that did those things. And it's an interesting question. You are a different person. You are a ship sure. of thieves. But, right, exactly. But do you still, <clears throat> you know, have to, you know... And the only thing I can think of is this. Uh, I still, to this day, wake up uh, and am upset about the time that I got... In trouble for stealing when I was a kid, yeah. right? So that if that doesn't go away, if that memory doesn't go away, if you still feel guilty about that stuff, then the guilt is with you, even if you know society is giving you a pass. Was it? Is what I mean, say. is there a whole movie based on that? Like, I want to, I want to forget certain things I've done in my life, regrets that I've had. Oh, you're talking Just about a, um, Eternal Sunshine of the, the Spotless Mind in a way. Spotless Mind, yeah, yeah. Oh, have you been watching Severance, by the way? Yeah, I'm all caught up. Uh, the last episode is tomorrow. Tonight? Uh, tomorrow from the time that... Wait, tonight? Well, it air... For me, it'll air at like 9 o'clock tonight because they drop it at midnight Eastern time. Oh, well... Yeah, so I'm going to watch it tomorrow. <laughs> uh, but I am, it is one of the situations, uh, where I'm going to be nervous to be on social media tomorrow. Yeah. Because uh, season two has been announced. So they're doing oh, there a is second be, season. Jennifer you know. was asking. Yeah. Just like yesterday, they, uh, Apple TV plus announced it. That's, that's good. It's such a good show. I, I like it a lot. Um, I probably by the time that this airs, <laughs> Severance will have killed someone. Uh, Steven Steven said that he stopped listening Severance spoilers I don't think we've spoiled anything Wait, no, 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 yeah, we haven't We haven't said anything About it, we just mentioned that the show exists And that the finale Is tomorrow And that they've gotten a second season I don't know, you could say that getting a second season Is a spoiler, maybe Yeah But, I don't know yeah, um, so, oh, we should talk, uh, we need to record early 
the next episode early because I'm going to be gone <clears throat> on Thursday and Friday. Oh, early in the week? Yeah. If we can. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, yeah. We'll talk. We don't need to... Yeah. I will be I will be unavailable Steven from Thursday until Monday. Where are you going? Uh, are you allowed I to think say? I can say, uh, yeah, I'm going to Denver. Uh, Meow Wolf. Uh, remember when we went to Santa Fe to Meow Wolf? Yes. They have an installation in Denver now. Ah. And we're gonna go there. Wow. You all yep. are sold on this Meow Wolf experience. It's really, it's really good. It's really good. Um, I'm hoping that there won't be some weird strain of COVID uh, <laughs> that our vaccinations and, you know, masking don't stop. Are you flying I, or driving? Driving. Driving. I would not fly. I would not fly. Yeah. Um, I would take a train, maybe. I love trains, trains nice. Ben. Yeah. You know, you just I, uh, you just sit on the in the view car and just uh you know watch the uh, the backyards of America's low uh, uh, um uh, America's neighborhoods go by. Yeah, I feel as though if I could work for the railroad, All I would like day? it. Yeah, but the problem is that I I was thinking about it at one point in time. But the problem is that you're away a lot. But uh, I saw the Silver Streak. You're familiar with the Silver Streak, uh, Richard Pryor and uh, uh, G- Gene, Wilder. Gene Wilder. I don't believe and I have a seen Train. That. Well, here's the thing: uh, blackface. So maybe <laughs> I was right. I was not pro- so so. This is the thing: is I, again, friend of the show Andy said, "Hey, you should watch Silver Streak. I haven't seen it in a while." And I was like, you know, I've never actually seen it. I was talking about trains. <clears throat> Uh, so I watched it, and the and the blackface part uh, surprised me. I was not prepared for it. Andy didn't think to mention it, <laughs> and so I'm watching, it and then I'm like, "Oh, this is happening." But here's the, this is the one thing: at the time that Silver Streak was was there, um, it was it was self aware enough that the joke of him doing blackface to try to pass as a black person. The joke was that it was so obviously wrong and bad and and ineffective, ineffective that that was the joke. The joke was kind of on Gene Wilder. Doesn't excuse it, no. but it is it is something that happened. Anyway, the, the, here's the point. I wanted to put that disclaimer out there uh, in case you hear this and you're like, oh, the Silver Streak. Think I'll <laughs> check it out. Um, it, that Just know that that part is in there. Paula Darcy's um, blackface. Hey. No. No, Ben. Uh, but uh, the thing that is cool is that there is a plot on the train, right? There's a thing that's happening on the train. And then every once in a while, our hero is not on the train anymore. And not being on the train makes his ability to affect that plot. At least at the time, there are no cell phones or anything like that. It's like another world that 
he has to like he races he'll race ahead and get on the train again and then once he's on he can you know be in that in that world again but every time he's not on the train that's a totally different uh location it's it's really interesting i can't maybe I've, i'm explaining it enough but maybe not um it's its own ecosystem it's its own there its own uh it's it has its, its own laws and its own social well yeah like like if like if you know there was another plot line besides the plot line on the train with Snowpiercer. Once Snowpiercer leaves, you are not in that plot anymore. You've got other stuff that you're doing, but but the Snowpiercer plot is cut. You're cut off from it. It's not the same as living in another city because the train is still in motion and you can catch up to it. Um, but it's it's a uh, so the I, hero I the, gets on and off this train. A couple times, yeah. The, the hero okay. being Gene Wilder, right? So, and he he's, gets off, and then he like drives ahead of the train, okay, and gets back spoilers, on. Spoilers, spoilers for the Silver Street, because you're not going to watch it, Ben, right? No. Um, there's a murder mystery on the train, and and this this woman might be in danger, right? <clears throat> so has to protect this woman, uh, but then he gets thrown off the train. And so the woman and the murder mystery and all that are, are happening on this train. The train is still going. It'll still be going for a while. Yeah. But he's in this other town. And all of a sudden, things that happen in this town are affecting him. So there's a different plot in the town. And the plot on the train is on the train. Right. And then he, and then so he has to find someone. And there's a person who has a plane. And they fly and drop him off at the next station. And then he gets on the train again, and once he's on the train, he can affect that murder mystery plot again. But for a while, when he's not on the train, uh, that plot is inaccessible to him, and I yeah. think it's cool. And so he is—he is, he is uh, the the you know the viewer is only with him. We don't, as a viewer, are able to see what happens on the train if he's not on it. I I feel like there might be a scene or two that maybe are are maybe. <clears throat> maybe occur <laughs> like like maybe just to open the tension but if i were doing it all the cameras would be in the world so you would only <laughs> see uh his camera when he's on the train but i do like the idea sort of like that you remember hamlet house oh yeah never happened but it would have been cool um for those of uh, those of you listening uh, and want to know what Hamlet House is, Paul, what was Hamlet House? Hamlet House was this idea that Ben, me, and Rachel Jackson came up with, which is that it would be a staging of Hamlet, uh, a 3D staging of Hamlet, meaning that it would take it would take place in a house, and people could go to any room and see what was happening, but. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead would also be playing at the same time and we would time everything so that you could follow either Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead or Hamlet and they would intersect and, and some people would choose just to be in one room yeah. the whole time and we'd try to have a character in the room you know if we could every room has a character in it and they just have little bits that they go through until the next person with a line comes in yeah. Or you could just follow it through. I think it would have been great. Logistically, a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. It, it, was, it was pretty ambitious, which is probably why we didn't go through with it. Yeah. I don't think we even pitched it. I don't think we... We, right, we didn't even pitch it for selection, or did we? No, I, no, we didn't. Um, but there was also, I can't remember if we dropped this idea because of something else that came along, or if this other thing was what inspired us. But there was a live, like improv, uh, show where you were able to do that. You went to a house and you could follow whoever you wanted in the house. It was like a real world kind of knockoff. Yeah, I but it was that. it was I all think... like improvised. Yeah, I don't remember. Either one of, either, it's funny, uh, so we can't blame it one way or the other, but either we got the idea from that, yeah, or we didn't do it because that happened, and we were like, well, this is too much like our idea, because yeah. we did that sometimes. Whenever yeah. we would see something, it was too much like our idea. We'd say, well, we can't do our idea now. It Which drove happened. Jennifer nuts. Yep. <laughs> Drove me nuts too because so so many times I I would think that uh, like during a spin the bottle I would think uh, if I saw a drum set on stage and we were playing a song and I was playing the drums I knew in my heart oh they're gonna play the same song we're playing and they're gonna play it better because they're actual musicians. Did that ever happen to us? I don't think so. It never happened where it was the same song, but often, more often than not, when we when we did music at Spin the Bottle, there was also another drum. There was one time where there was like another mini drum kit on stage. So yeah, there were two mini drum kits, and I'm like, Brett, you told uh, us to play music. Yeah, that that was the thing um, that I was thinking about is that <clears throat> Brett. Here's here's what would normally happen is Brett would go, okay, what's the show light on? Whatever it's light yeah. on, I'll have ben, ben, ben and Paul do it. And then sometimes there would be a cancellation and a new person would come in. Yeah. And at that time, it you know, we couldn't. But, you know, it, in retrospect, it's very easy for me to say this. But Brett should have told us that, that uh, oh, this person came off and now this new person can come in. And we would have changed it to, yeah, to match. Probably. To do something else. Yeah. Yeah, we we often changed last minute anyway. <laughs> that was often a fear of mine, though. During, before the shows was uh, was us doing a right. unrehearsed, what you doing? Low effort uh, performance of something else that uh, of something that somebody was already doing that was more polished yeah. than us. <laughs> that, that this guy has been doing this for <clears throat> eight years, or yeah. whatever. I often think about that, how, how, like, okay, so there is this, um, this person I'm following on TikTok does a, does a show, right? And the show is really good, but now that he's on TikTok and he's doing a bunch of, of versions of it or, or a bunch of clips from it, yeah, you start realizing, oh, this is a, this is an act in the truest sense. Like everything is scripted pretending to say the line wrong and then correcting yourself and making a joke on the fact that you said the line wrong is scripted you know that kind of stuff it drives drives me a little nuts i'm i'm not a big fan of that yeah i never i never understood what it meant when stand up comics were like i'm going to try some new material i'm like okay what because some people have the same jokes that they've been telling with and they've they've honed it to perfection but it's it really is a long monologue that they've memorized and that they do the same way every night 
and which is good. I mean, it's consistent, right? People know what they're getting, and some people want that. But it's one of the reasons why I don't think I did stand up that much, or at all, really. I mean, honestly, I far be it for me to uh, to make a liar out of uh, the the lull work thing. Uh, but when I was <laughs> on that, I I would talk about doing stand up comedy because. Uh, performance artists didn't really translate well. Right. Like, they were like, people aren't going to understand what you guys do. And I'm like, I don't even understand what we do. Did you talk about being a stand, uh, about stand-up comedy on the show? Like, yeah, I would sometimes, I, I don't know if I said, here's the thing. They would say, they would, they would say, you'll talk about doing stand-up. And I think that I would, I would say stuff like, like when I do shows or when I do, you know, yeah. I would say something that would, that most people would read as stand up, but wasn't specifically saying stand up often. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to watch it to find <laughs> out. Is it even available anywhere? You don't uh, have, they didn't send you it, like a DVD I it, set. I think it might be available and they might've sent me a DVD set, but I don't know for sure. You're not going to revisit that part of your life? No, I I think... Here's the thing. People liked it. People liked it and said that they thought I did a good job. When I say people liked it, I mean some people liked it, obviously. Uh, (laughs) And I don't want to watch it and go, I don't know, uh, they were lying to me, or whatever. (laughs) But I I remember me doing some funny things on it, so I don't know. Ooh, what's that? Did you hear that? Was that you? I heard it like a knocking, a knocking. Maybe you were tapping. Yeah, you tapping your feet. Okay. Oh, Edward, I'm running. What is it? What is it, buddy? Um. So Edward's gonna come with us again. Twelve-hour he... car trip. Oh my God! How does Edward handle a twelve-hour car trip? Sleeps a lot. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Um. I'm thinking about maybe getting him a. A car, like, they have things that you can put in cars and put a seatbelt on them and have them sit. But normally he sits in my lap while Jennifer drives. There's a, uh, there's a, I saw an ad for a dog, a car dog carrier uh, from, I don't know, like the 30s or 40s. And it was basically just a burlap sack that you hung outside the car. (laughs) And so the dog's just sitting in this sack on the outside the car. Wow. Edward. What do you think, buddy? No. He do he does not like it. Man, do you no. yeah, I don't think you were with me, but there was a time when I was in South Park. Uh South Park is a neighborhood of Seattle that I lived in for a while. Uh and there was a guy who had a dog in his pickup truck. And he took off fast enough that the dog fell out of the back and had to stop and pick him up and all that. I'm like, never. This no. is a teaching moment for me. Never put a dog in I, the back of the truck. Yeah. No, having dogs in the backs of pickup pickup trucks is, is, you know, I think it is illegal in some places, but everyone, you know, you still see people do it. Also, have the dog next to you in the pickup truck. That's the fun part. <laughs> it's the Millennium Falcon all of a sudden. <laughs> Yep, yep. 
Okay, so, um, let's see. We've got about five minutes left. Any <clears throat> questions from Steven? Any any interaction this episode uh, Well, we, we talked about the, uh, the Tennessee uh, bill that had to be amended so that uh, it did not allow um, uh, uh, child marriage and... He says, uh, wait, the bill wasn't about child marriage? What was it for? I thought the whole point was to allow child marriage. And then he called us hostile again. Oh, okay. Well, gosh, you know, here's the thing. I, I will uh, admit to my audience that <clears throat> I don't know the full story. I only know the jokes that people were telling about it. Uh, we do not research things on this show. We just go well, from... I what mean, we know, I, so. oh, oh, the the bill was about heterosexual marriage, and I in fact, think it in was fact, just... Ben, I'll I'll tell you this: I don't I don't even know uh, what the what the issue is. Uh, marriage, Tennessee, what? <laughs> I don't. I have no knowledge of this whatsoever. In fact, I'm starting to forget. What am I doing here? Who are these people? What is happening, Ben? Ben, who am I? That Why name am I here? Sounds odd. Exactly. Ben, I haven't heard that name in quite some time. What when is that I was... from? I haven't heard that name. Okay, so so wait. Ben Kenobi, I haven't heard that name for quite some time. Uh, you know, of course I know him, he's me. That that I know about, right? But I think there's another one. Another one where somebody says I haven't heard that name in quite some time. Uh the Alec Guinness saying it is the only one I know. Okay, well that that's the one that I know too, so Maybe, maybe I just thought it was from something else. And when I was a kid, I had a friend named Jerry, and uh, uh, people would often call us Ben and Jerry, and I never really understood what that meant because I didn't know about the ice cream. Here's an interesting thing, Ben, and it's great because I wanted to bring this up earlier when we were talking about Ben and Jerry's. Uh, the Van Horns uh, in Twin Peaks. Uh, one guy's name is Ben, one guy's name is Jerry. And I don't know which came first, if Ben and Jerry's came first, or I if... think the ice cream's been around more longer than the uh, the uh, TV show. Really? Okay. Oh yeah. Ice that cream's been sense. around since like the seventies, hasn't it? Ben and Jerry's ice cream has been around yeah. since the seventies. I want to say. Well, I want to say it's if not if not like a, a nationwide, then at least you know locally somewhere. locally yeah 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 now that i could agree with that makes sense to me um, i'm glad we can find a time for you to agree with me <laughs> finally finally something we agree on ben after 319 uh, episodes my goodness pretty soon ben pretty soon an episode for every day of a year i was just gonna say that once we hit that point then it, we should have like some sort of performance art endurance test competition where people listen to a show a day and for tell us year. what they've learned for a year a whole no days off yeah exactly one hour of your day uh, sometimes a bit more sometimes a little bit less usually a little might bit more do it I think they would. I think they would turn out different after that year. <laughs> They'd look a lot. Old. It'd be like serving four years as a president. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right. That's right. Before and uh, after. Oh man. Oh oh. We we could also have the super endurance challenge, where you listen to eight episodes a day, 
and in a shorter period of time. Yeah, we'll we'll have a we'll have a chart of how to do it. Yeah. How? What, let's see. Oh, hold on. Three hundred sixty-five divided by twenty-four is. Oh man, Ben, you'd have to. You'd have to. Uh, no, I don't like it. I don't like it. Like, like, stay up twenty days straight to listen to all of the <laughs> the episodes in a like without Not sleeping. Great. Yeah. yeah, you wouldn't want to do that. Oh, you know, here's the thing. I would allow people to sleep as long as they the episodes are still playing while they're asleep as well. <laughs> That's some of our best work. Exactly. All right. uh, In the dream state. Okay. Yeah, so, Ben, and with that, it's Paul. that time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. I appreciate um, it. Yeah, of course. Keep it wrong, and I will talk to you next week. Keep it wrong, Ben. I will talk to you next week. And for all of you at home... A very merry keep it wrong. Is that that doesn't? Really, and we're out. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna shut this off. Or is it? Or is it happy keep it wrong? I never remember. <laughs>